Citizens of Hawkins, grab your new Coke and a bag of Cheetos, because it's time to go into the Upside Down. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Upside Down, the bi-weekly Stranger Things podcast where we talk everything Stranger Things Season 4, rumors, speculation, and results. With me today is my co-host, the Steve to my Dustin, the great Scott. Ahoy! (laughs) What's going on, dude? How's it going, man? I'm really pumped to uh, dive into some of this stuff. This is fine because for those of us, obviously, nobody out there knows us unless you're immediate friends or family. Like we text, we talk in person about Stranger Things all the time. We will leave our friends if a new trailer drops and sit there and watch it 50 times over and over again. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. We binge the show over and over again. So we thought to ourselves, why not do a podcast? Why not have fun and, uh, you know, build a little community out of this and reach out to some people and see what your thoughts of the show are and what kind of theories and rumors people out there in the interwebs have. So uh, we're here. But for today's show, strictly season three with a little bit of sprinkled season four in there. Um, But first off, we're going to talk about who we are, since nobody knows us. Um, Our quick trip to New York City to actually visit the Stranger Things experience, which was really cool. A brief recap of season three. The initial thoughts we had of season three, watching it three years ago, which is insane to think. Like, we've had a pandemic. We've had all this other stuff. Stranger Things could possibly be over right now, but if it wasn't for the pandemic, stretching things out, like we still have two more seasons to look forward to, which I guess is a silver lining. Um, And then also where we were when we watched the show, how long it took us to watch it. I know for me, it's going to be embarrassing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Season four theories after our first watch of season three, our season three misses, our top three hits for season three. And then, uh, you know, episodes coming down the road from us, including predictions, which is probably going to be our next one, uh, probably in about two weeks here. So, um, yeah, let's get started. So I will start first. I'm Damien. Uh, been a Stranger Things fan. I was late to the party. I uh, had somebody's Netflix info uh, probably about four years ago, five years ago. And I binged the first season, completely fell in love with it. Couldn't wait for the second season. Didn't know if we were getting a second season because it was one of those shows where Netflix was just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it stuck. And this one stuck. And then we got season two, season three, and now season four. Um, But ever since that first binge, I've been absolutely hooked. And, um, you know, one guy who told me to watch this show and encouraged me to watch this show was Scott. So do you want to talk about yourself, dude? Definitely. Um, I I think it was the summer of 2016. The first season came out and actually... Uh, our friend Ryan Shardle, I think, was the first one that told me about it. Um, I think we were down uh, at Wildwood, New Jersey. And when uh, when I returned uh, that week, I literally, I think, watched the first seven episodes in one day. And I don't know why, but somehow I saved the finale for the next day. So I think I just want to break it up a little bit. But yeah, definitely hooked uh, since day one. Um, when the first season ended, I, I just couldn't wait to see what was next. So uh, and I can't believe we're, we're here now, three seasons in another uh, three-year delay since then, and uh, I'm just so excited for season four. One cool thing that we did to kind of bridge the gap from season three to season four was go to the Stranger Things experience in New York City, which was really cool. Um, You walked into like the buyer's living room. uh, You had the bicycles you could pose on. You had Starcourt Mall. 
you had Hawkins. It was really cool. Like taking a look in the lockers, you had a chance to turn the key to shut the upside down. Uh, it was like a really neat thing. The best part about it was it was free, like a free thing to do in New York City, which was pretty cool. But um, I loved it. Like I could have stayed in there all day and we probably went, we could have went back another time or two, but it was cool, man, for what it was. Um, really neat experience and just kind of something that kind of like wet our whistle until we waited for the season four trailer. And now in a couple of weeks here, actually season four. So, I mean, what did you think of the visit, dude? That, like, that was a good day. Yeah, it felt like I was like a cast member on the show. And I think one thing you didn't mention, what was really cool is like every 15 minutes or so, like the entire room would turn dark and like flashes of light and the upside down music would begin. So we were like really freaked out at first and <laughs> you hear like Demogorgon noises and things like that. So it was just awesome. A really immersive experience for like a free event, like you said, in the middle of New York City. So, so glad we got to do that. And uh yeah, probably kept me entertained when we didn't have other Stranger Things content, um, you know, in the fall of 2021. Like outside of us getting in a car and driving to Georgia, like that's probably the closest we'll get to set pieces from the show. But I mean, dude, I would love to do a road trip sometime, like go down to see like Hawkins High, go see where the arcade was, go to where uh, Joyce worked, where Bob worked, because like all that stuff's like still there. And if you Google map it, you can find all those places. Like it's super easy to find. And some people just go down there. Like there's tons of videos on YouTube and I'll watch like every single one of them where people just go to all these sites. Um, and sometimes they have stuff that they left up from the show, from production. Sometimes they don't, but I mean, obviously, you know, they probably did have some stuff up. I just don't know at what point, cause I don't even know when they filmed season four, but I feel like it was, it had to have been probably 2019 that they started it? Yeah, I think the scenes in Lithuania started maybe in late 2019, very early 2020, because we already had the teaser on Valentine's Day of 2020. So they must have been filming, you know, at that point for who knows how long. But um, oh yeah, and then obviously the, <laughs> you have the break uh, during um, COVID-19, of course, and then they picked up again in the fall of uh, 2020. So, Oh, man. Yeah, dude, I, maybe a road trip someday. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be pretty cool to go down there. If I could uh, um, get my photo in front of maybe Starcourt Mall or Hawkins Lab, um, I could probably pass away as a happy <laughs> person. Dude, the uh, the Starcourt Mall, I've watched videos of people going in there and like the area where they actually film like the Mind Flayer stuff is like shut off to the public. Like you can't actually get to it. Um, you could take your picture outside of where like Mike was and, you know, I dump your ass and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you could actually see that stuff and take your pictures there, but like security's like very like tight there about people going back to where like the food court area was for whatever reason. I mean, I don't know why, like you would think, you know, charge people 15 bucks and have them walk around and live in star court for, you know, 30 minutes at a time, 40 minutes at a time. Like that's just like a cash cow. I don't know why they don't do that, but um, I, I think there was like something about the building possibly being condemned. <laughs> so <laughs> someone might step on a floor tile and, and crash like three stories down so they probably don't want that happening <laughs> i mean I, i'm all for if we sneak in through like you know some metal ductwork under the uh, mall maybe i can like push you in you know and you can scope it out kind of like erica did but i'll have to scoop up some like rubble and, and put it in a ziploc and um and give it to my daughter when she's 18 and be like this was from stranger things season three and she'll be like well who gives a damn <laughs> 
it's an investment it's 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 for the long term you take this and you buy yourself a nice spaceship okay <laughs> cash in all right That's so season three so i mean i was trying to think about this today when we were going over notes like how to recap it and like i i guess like the easiest way to, to make it the most abridged version was like billy gets taken over by the mind flare starts bringing members of hawkins to this warehouse to become flayed as well so the mind flayer is kind of building this army to eventually take on a physical form to take out 11. meanwhile joyce murray and Hopper are trying to shut down the Russians underground lair and close the upside down. So all of these things are happening at the same time, comes to a head at Starcourt Mall. Uh, Eleven gets flayed and, you know, she has that thing inside of her. She's able to throw it out, but then she finds that her powers are gone. Billy, who's been, you know, completely just out of it the entire season and taken over by the Mind Flayer. Um, and we hated him. Like, I mean, I remember I just hated Billy in season two. And then you start to see the flashbacks in season three when Eleven's trying to channel and talk to him and you kind of feel bad for him. And then he has this heroic moment, sacrificing himself, standing up to the physical form of the mind flare at Starcourt Mall, dies, Max is depressed. Like that's going to be a big thing in season four. Uh, then we have, you know, Hopper, Murray and Joyce going underground to stop the Russians. Uh, you know, we get this emotional slow motion moment as they're going to destroy the machine. Then we don't see Hopper anymore. We think he's completely eviscerated. And then we have this end credit scene, which is cool because they never did that before. They didn't have one for season one, season two. You had kind of like that little tease of, you know, Will's in the bathroom, you see the upside down. Then they have this dance and you see the mind flare kind of lurking over the gym. But this was an actual end credit scene, which is, you know, right up Marvel's alley. And uh, it was cool because, you know, you hear the American and you see this Russian base they're pulling people out and feeding them to Demogorgons, I guess, trying to train them, domesticate them somehow. And you hear the American and immediately you think Hopper or Brenner because people just went right to one of those two. And then that was where they left off. And that's where we've been for uh, three years in purgatory, Stranger Things purgatory, waiting for season four to come out. But dude, what were your initial thoughts when you watched it? Yeah, I, I, that was awesome, by the way. That was a very quick recap, and I think you covered everything. Um, also, I just want to say RIP to um, Mrs. Driscoll. Uh, I was very upset about that at the time. So that was my initial reaction. I, when I saw her fall into a pile of goo, it was um, you know, a, a little heartbreaking. But um, you never know. Maybe we'll see her again sometime in the Upside Down. We'll, we'll see. Um, Dude, that, was, I think that, was, ugh, that whole scene was jarring, like people just walking down the steps like kids just walking away from like the 4th of July festivities and they're like, Hey, come back. Where are you going? And then they just like fall and turn into a blob. I'm like, that's like sad. Like all these families are going to be like, what, what were all these people doing in the Starcourt mall when it went on fire after hours on the 4th of July? Like what is going on? Like, how do you account for that many missing people? It's crazy. That is a really great point. I can't wait to see how, like, how like these young kids, like, <laughs> What is the story of how they abandoned their barbecues and just went to the mall randomly as their family watched them walk away <laughs> as a zombie or something? So. Dude, it's it's nuts, man. I, yeah, there's going to be a lot of explaining to do in the next season. I don't really know how they're going to do it, but I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty wild. Like, I don't I don't know. It's just it's going to be nuts, dude. I, I'm excited for it, um, and I'm you know really hyped up. I'm going to get this logo back here on the screen. But he's I mean, so excited. He's starting to watch again right now. <laughs> the program. Dude, I picked it up for Stranger Things. Um, 
Stranger Things Day last year, as I was building the upside down in the buyer house, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to watch them in the background as I'm building the Lego set. So that was cool. But I'm definitely going to do Stranger Things 3 leading into Stranger Things 4. I love it. I love it. Same here. Same here. I already started my uh, rewatch. Um, yeah, I mean, just just thinking about uh, those initial reactions after season three, like I think right off the bat, I was like, how can Hopper be dead? I mean, it was so I, I don't know. I was like had a loss for words because when when Joyce turned the key and Hopper, you know, apparently was just blown to smithereens. Um, you know, I was like, this can't be possible. <laughs> you know, as they're reading the letter, I'm like, how can we lose, you know, Chief Hopper? Like, this is this is unreal. And then, you know, the second you see, I started to see the snow falling or what almost looked like, you know, particles in the upside down or whatever you want to call it. I was like, oh my God, like they're going to show Hopper alive or Hop there's going to be some reference to him. Uh, and then I was so glad, you know, obviously we get the American reference, which, you know, like you said, is it Hopper? Is it somebody else? Maybe Dr. Brenner or something the Russians have captive. Um, but I think that was my one big takeaway. I was like, please, I hope Hopper is not dead. I think he's alive somewhere. Is he in the upside down? Did he escape like somewhere in Starcourt Mall? Like, I don't know how he got away, but I just hope he got away. So that was probably my my number one takeaway, I think, immediately after watching. Yeah, I I because like that was it was weird too, because like season one ended like with like oh the tease of the upside down still being out there and then season two ended with the mind flare so it was like evil evil and then you had like the glimmer of hope with the american ending for season three so i don't know if they're going to do like bad bad good bad good bad or whatever like how they're going to do that um i feel like season four is going to end with some kind of like downtrodden like cliffhanger crazy thing that's going to make everyone sad for two years until the next season comes out but I mean, dude, I, I just remember like, you know, talking about like where we were watching it and the length of it. And back in 2019, my daughter was not even a year old. She was what, uh, about 10 months. So she woke up at like through 2.30 in the morning. And I was like, I got her. Don't worry. I got her. I, I picked her up, took her downstairs because like for us, we're on the East Coast. So like all the people on the West Coast get it at midnight, which is some just like completely unfair. I hate it. But we have to wait till 3 a.m that it's quote unquote fair for everybody and uh 3 a.m dropped i binged as much as i could until like maybe 10 a.m and then we went out did some stuff because it was actually on fourth of july which was really cool and then came back and i finished everything by like 1 p.m so i i couldn't wait like i didn't want to go on the internet be spoiled because like that's the thing with any show now like it, it, these ones are tough because they drop all of them at the same time so like it takes a lot of dedication to watch it and then spoil it for other people but people did it and people do it all the time and like Doctor Strange is coming out this week people are already posting spoilers so it's like I didn't want to be spoiled I just wanted to genuinely have a reaction to it <laughs> so that's my dog oh my. Uh, going outside um with our ADT system but yeah I mean I just wanted to like genuinely take it in and organically like have a reaction instead of like seeing oh well Hopper did he died or he might be alive and then watch it and be like well I already saw this part technically so I mean yeah that was me man that's where I was that's that's the length of you know how long it took me um because I just I'm a addictive personality like if I start something I watch 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 so I had to and I didn't want to be spoiled 
Yeah, man. I'm, I think I'm so proud that you finished that in one day. I really wanted to do the same. I think I woke up at like 6 a.m. on the 4th of July. I watched, I believe, four or five episodes straight, um, then went to a family barbecue. So I think the whole time I was like itching to like look at my phone or sneak away and maybe just watch Netflix for a few minutes of, of the next episode. Uh, but I think it wasn't until that later that night um, or maybe even the next night that I think that I finally got to sit down and watch the remaining half of the season. So um, yeah, it was just, uh, it was an unbelievable season. I think it was probably the funniest season overall. Um, definitely yeah. comedy. Um, and probably the, I don't know, maybe the most gruesome in terms of like the bodies just splattering on the floor, like we talked about, but <laughs> yeah, I definitely watched it uh, pretty quickly too, but you got me, I think on the one day record. Dude, it was like, um, yeah, man. I mean, and, and like, you know, just thinking about like immediately once I was done, like once you finish it, you immediately, your mind goes to like, okay, what can they do next season? And like, uh, you know, for me, I went to like, okay, well, Hopper's got to be alive, but now they're also in Russia. So they're doing like, we only stayed in this little shell of Hawkins plus like wherever Murray lived, like outside of that. And I think he was in Illinois um, or something. So like outside of those two States, like we really didn't go. And then wherever like 11 went on her adventures, like, we still stayed within the United States and it was still pretty self-contained and now we're in Russia and it's like, Holy crap, like what are they going to do here? And, um, you know, immediately for me, um, I thought like, you know, something about like, number one, like Hopper has to be alive. That's the American. Um, my second would be like, I think this is going to somehow end in being the, the way that, uh, Chernobyl happens because that's in Russia. That's in 1986. We're in 1985 with this season. It's going to be a two-parter. So like, and that's a common theory on the internet too. A lot of people think like somehow 11's powers in the upside down and this big explosion, the Russians are going to cover it up as Chernobyl. And like, that's, that's it. But, um, you know, I think like that would be a possibility. And then, you know, I was like, maybe at this point, like Will's connection to the upside down, like he just, this guy can't live like a normal life. I think he's just going to, at some point, uh, you know, bite the bullet and, and die. <laughs> and that's going to be the emotional, like the emotional punch from the show, I think in, in season five, but we'll see. We still have to get through season four. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. God, man, poor Will. He's, he's really been through the ringer especially in season one and two, obviously, but he needs like, uh, he needs a, I don't know, a friend or something that other than like seems to abandon him. Yeah. He needs someone to just play D and D with him. The poor guy's like, does anyone want to play? And they're like, no, dude, get out of here. We got girlfriends now. And he's just like, well, all right, well, screw me, I guess, whatever. <laughs> Is this thing on? Uh... <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, so um, awesome. So another thing we got on our, our agenda is season three misses. And this one was a little hard for me. I, I really, I couldn't think of misses for the show. I mean, just because for me, like you said, dude, like the comedy was on point, like Hopper was just amazing. Um, having like the mayor be like the traditional crooked mayor that like takes a deal to like, you know, just avoid conflict. Uh, Murray was just awesome with Smirnoff. Um, those two were great together. And then just like the humor between the kids, because, you know, obviously like they're growing up and they're, you know, they're growing, they're in relationships now, like all this stuff going on. Um, so, I mean, for me, the humor was good, but it was like Hopper really just like, he crushed it for me. I guess Mrs. 
I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's so hard to say because I think they just did such a good job with it. Like genuinely enjoyed it. I didn't really have any kind of dislikes about it, except for, I guess, maybe like, it was just kind of weird that like Mike's mom's like, yeah, meet me at this hotel. And then like, that's what led to the mind flare. Like no, like random homeless person strolled by, like it had to be Billy. Um, but it made sense for his story arc at the end of the season. So um, I guess just maybe a little bit more like explanation to that might've worked. And maybe just, you know, if they kept Mrs. Uh, Driscoll alive, like I would have been happy. Poor lady's just giving people lemonade and stuff. And she's all lonely, letting them use a rotary dial phone. And then she's just shoving mulch down her face and then turns into a blob and gets absorbed by the mind player. So, I mean, that, that was my biggest miss. Killing off Mrs. Driscoll. Man, RIP Mrs. Driscoll. And, and that freshly <laughs> squeezed lemonade. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that too. And, and you're right. Like the comedy was awesome. I feel like the, the uh, I think the one thing, it, it's almost seemed like there was like maybe a little too much comedy compared to other seasons. And, and maybe that was a good thing. Um, you know, I feel like season two is a little bit more like a horror uh, type season, um, which I really enjoyed. And then it was a little more comedy. I think uh, driven in, in the third season, but I think one thing that was definitely missing in season three was, um, was, was the upside down. Like they were only, That's true. Um, I think Billy, you know, Billy was kind of like made an appearance. Um, he was like talking to himself about uh, needing to build. Um, and then, and then he was like quickly right back out as fast as he went in. So um, that was, I think maybe the only time they showed the upside down in, in the entire uh, season three. Um you know, season. So I, I think that's maybe why they're relying a little more heavily on that for season four. It seems like we've already seen like multiple characters in the upside down during the trailer so far. And literally uh, Eddie Munson, like playing the guitar on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dude, I got so many questions about that. that. Like, why are you shredding in the upside down? Like, are they, maybe it's like the, the like airwaves that like freak out the creatures and stuff. Like, I don't know what it is but the dude's just like rocking and i'm like i just have so many questions but also it looks so awesome he's just like on a trailer like, like doing whatever i'm like this is incredible <laughs> i just can't wait to see that it better be in the first half of season four that's all i'm gonna say i have a feeling it's probably not though <laughs> i don't think i can wait until july 1st for that one can, can they please just bump it up to uh may 27th <laughs> dude there um doritos is doing like a upside down concert um I had to look up the details on it, but they have like those bags with the Demogorgons on there. And then there's a code and it's your quote unquote ticket to a concert in the upside down. And I don't know what that's going to pertain, like what, what's going to be involved with that. But anytime like, you know, there's promotions and extra like content I can consume on there. So I'm good with that. All right. So we got our missus. If you have an extra ticket, let me know. Oh, I'll just buy another bag of Doritos and send you the code. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah, I probably won't purchase them myself, but if you could, great. <laughs> just go down to the 7-Eleven outside of your place and just uh, take a picture of one of the bags. I think you'll you'll probably get in. <laughs> I'm going to do cheaper uh, things. It's a new segment on the podcast. Cheaper, cheaper things. things. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, dude, let's get into the So season three top threes and obviously like anyone that's listening to this like we are very like positive i'm not very critical of the show because it just to me 
is just nostalgia. Like I didn't grow up in the eighties. We were both born in the eighties, but we weren't like really aware of what was going on at the time. But, um, you know, nineties and eighties were pretty similar minus the fashion and like some of the other stuff. But I mean, you know, for me, dude, rattling off my top threes. Um, so number three, I mentioned it earlier was the reverse ending. So we had in season one, the upside down season two, the mind flare. Now season three, Hopper hope that he's alive, that he is the American. And then of course we get that little teaser two years ago, find out that he is alive and he's in Russia. So I kind of like how they did the reverse ending um, because that was depressing, man. Season three had a really sad ending, just them moving halfway across the country, splitting up the group, uh, splitting up the quote unquote party, if you will, for Dungeons and Dragons fans out there. And uh, that was sad, but my number two, mall culture. So I loved everything about Starcourt because like even in the 90s and even in the 2000s, like that is where I would go in high school, like Friday night, Saturday night, we would go to the same mall and just walk and like go to the same place to eat, maybe see a movie, go to the arcade. Like it was all that stuff. And it just kind of like really brought me back to those days when malls were relevant because now it's just Amazon and online shopping and so much more convenient. But people don't go to physical malls anymore. And if you go to a physical mall, it's like really depressing. So it'd be kind of cool to see like a, a flash forward of some of our characters, like after the events of season five, walking around a mall and just being like, wow, this sucks, but <laughs> that would be cool. And then my number one, of course, Hopper PI, everyone's favorite private investigator, oh, rocking the Hawaiian shirt. That's a lot of color for you, Chief. It's cutting edge. Like everything, like you could just see the excitement in his eyes, like as him, like kind of cosplaying as Magnum PI. Like he gets the shirt, he does the key flip thing, like he just thinks he's cool. He's just getting absolutely smashed at Enzo's. <laughs> just, like, just everything about Hopper, the comedy was just on point. Um, because in the previous seasons, he was always like just hungover and like grumpy and angry, but it was hilarious, it was so funny. But in this, he was just like more upbeat and um, just more personable and stuff. And I, I really loved Hopper. So that was my number one out of my top three for the season three moments. But what about you? Yeah, definitely. It's funny you mentioned Hopper because um, I don't know if I have these in any particular order, but I'll say number three was Hopper's interactions with Alexi and with Mary, um, specifically at Mary's house. Just the, the entire like cherry slurpy scenes and Alexi trying to drive away in the car. <laughs> me, I'm like, I'm literally thinking like, okay, like he's driving away as did else. And Hopper was the only one that knew he was going to stop. And uh, that was just probably, probably what? one of your scenes, I think, in the whole season. What was the one thing he says? Like, I've dealt with uh, like douchebags like this my whole life. What, like, what was the exact word he said? I have dealt with assholes like this my entire life. It was just so funny, man. He didn't want the shit strawberry. And then he just came in. And Smirnoff knows. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I just love that entire interaction. So that was probably my number three. Um, number two probably went viral and, and brought back one of the best movies from the 80s. Um, you know, and to make it I probably into popular culture again in 2019. But was the uh, never-ending story. Of course, uh, song between Dusty Bun and uh, Susie Poo. So probably still stuck in my head after three years. And I'd say number one um, probably gave me chills, honestly. It was when Eleven was looking for Billy and... Um, oh. yeah, dude, I just got chilled right down my spine. 
<laughs> when, freaky. When she comes back, um, you know, and is like looking for him again, and he just turns that corner and is like saying, you know, the speech, I guess the mind player, you know, speaking through Billy. And just some of the things that he was saying to her, like was giving me chills, like, you know, we're going to end you, then we're going to end all of your friends. And then we are going to end. And then we'll end everyone. Everyone. Kind of gave you a, a little, uh, I guess a little look into what the uh, Mind Flayer's, uh, you know, business plan was, if you will, um, with basically just taking over the world and killing everyone. So um, that was terrifying, I thought. And a great way to end that episode and kind of set up the, the last two um, episodes of the season. So just Dude, it was, oh, yeah, that's like instant chills, man. And obviously, like just based off the trailer, like at least the memory of Billy is going to be a big focal point for season four. So um, I know people are thinking like he because he posted a photo on Instagram, he might be in there. But, uh, you know, I've detailed it before. Like, I just think he's going to be in memories. It's going to be flashbacks. And I'm hoping that we get some like stuff we haven't seen from Starcourt like the aftermath of star court, like the body cleanup, like how do you, how do you move the mind flight? Like that mass of just goo, like what, what do you do with that? Like, do you just literally light them all on fire and then just hope it all burns and like then, okay, yeah, there was an actual fire. Like, I, I don't know, man, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be nuts. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that they can maybe put it in the, um, the buyer's family refrigerator where like that demo dog is still, I think, living. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I think they're just like hoarding um, creatures from the upside down in their fridge, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, they're going on just Pinterest. Just in case they to, want to uh, do an experiment. Yeah, they're trying to figure, going on Pinterest and trying to find recipes for, you know, grilled demo dog or uh, <laughs> mind flayer a la carte or something. I have no idea. <laughs> but, dude, I don't know, man. It's, it's Season three was a good one, dude. Season three was freaking awesome. Like, going back and I can't wait to go back and watch it you know there's just like so much stuff and I just love like the Duffer Brothers get it like they get it from like the 80s references to the soundtrack the songs that they put in there and everything's like carefully placed everything carefully is put in there and it makes sense like even the season four trailer using that journey song like there's so many ways you could break it down and how it relates to all the characters even the mind flare and his connection with L. like there's so much stuff so I mean it's nuts, man. But, uh, you know, <laughs> this was a quick episode. Like, we, i looking at my notes here. I think, like, we got everything. I We kind of just, like, really breezed through this one pretty quick. Seriously, man. We nailed it. All right. Well, cool. So, I guess next for us, uh, in two weeks, we're going to be doing a prediction episode for season four. And then after that, uh, you know, we're both, like, flakier than a person with dandruff. We're trying to do biweekly. And we're going to cover two episodes at a time and go from there. Uh, and I think two is a good one, too, because most of these episodes are like an hour long. So, you know, that that gives us some time, because I think if we're talking like doing one episode on one episode, it, it's we're going to be like reaching for stuff. I don't think it's going to be really like good conversation. Um, so I think if we do two, we can at least hit the high points, low points, overall impressions of the episodes and things like that. But um yeah that that that's a wrap on our first episode i mean we'll be back in two weeks with our season four predictions and i'm pretty excited dude i cannot wait and i'm sure we're going to be getting more little snippets and teasers as we get closer we're 24 days out um it's gonna be cool it'd be cool to even do maybe like a watch party on youtube or something maybe we can look into doing something like that but 
Um, obviously, we can't stream anything because we're not trying to get sued, but we can put it on the background and just watch with people and see what happens. But well, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah, dude, this was fun, man. This was good. Yeah, it was awesome, man. I'm glad we got to uh, catch up, talk a little bit about uh, season three and looking forward to uh, those season four predictions uh, next week. Nice. So um, that does it for Scott. That does it for myself for Into the Upside Down. We're going to be coming at you in two weeks with our season four predictions. You guys can follow me on Instagram, on the gram, at Dupree721. I also got a YouTube. It's Casa de Dupree. I think we're going to be posting some Stranger Things podcast content on there too, um, just to kind of give you the video and the audio. Um, best of both worlds. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I mean, that that is it. We will see everybody in two weeks. Don't forget to eat your Cheetos. And um, yeah, guys, until next time, friends don't lie. See you, nerds. <laughs>